I want you very much to feel the energy that the Holy Spirit brings to this place when he pours his spirit upon you to go to the utter ends of the world telling this good story. Now, I want to I wanna invite you into this story of the scripture lesson today that Luke tells us. All of the other gospel writers, the other three, and Luke the fourth, include in their writings the importance of what happened on Palm Sunday. And I want to begin by telling you and reminding you, sign acts are very important. You and I use sign acts. You and I see every day sign acts. When we shake hands, it's a sign act that that we, we are greeting you, we are welcoming you. We are coming in peace with open hands. That's what it means to shake hands. It's peace. There's nothing in my hand. It's a sign act. Uh, we smile. That's a sign act of friendliness, welcome, I'm glad to see you, kind of spirit. We hug one another as a sign act that we love each other. We, we light candles when we are in a worship service as a sign act. That Jesus is in our presence. Isn't that amazing? Now, I know also that at some point, most of you, and I am so glad to see a number of young people here today in these, in these pews right here. And, and I think maybe scattered out a little bit. Yes, I see. I'm so glad to see you. And uh, you like many of the others of us, have probably seen a movie or some kind of documentary about Jesus entering into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And many of them are very similar in their presentations, but it, 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 it helps us understand more clearly why that entry was called the triumph entry. Because uh, you, you see uh, in these occasions that are so uh, ceremonious and, and so uh, grand, the sun is shining and uh, the crowd is massive and the majestic music is playing and the palm branches are being waved everywhere. And the crowd repeatedly is shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. It's a great and wonderful scene of celebration. It's a sign act of who Jesus is. It wasn't is, as we celebrate it, a sign act that he is the Messiah that the world has been waiting for. 
It's a sign act that, that he's the redeemer and he can do something for humankind that we can't do for ourselves. It's a sign act. And, and when the crowd there that day laid down the palm branches and even some of their clothing ahead of him, it was a sign act that he is royalty. It was a sign act to acknowledge that he is the king of God's kingdom. He is the king of kings. Do you know that there are 167 countries or nations on this earth? And every single one of those 167 have a ruler or an elected leader. And there's a great deal of pomp and circumstance every time they're around depending on the nation, but in all, in all cases, those leaders create a great deal of stir when they are around. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and so there is a great kind of ceremony when they enter our presence. But not a single one of those great leaders among the 167 have ever had a triumphant entry like Palm Sunday's entry. Why? Because Palm Sunday is like no other entry. Because Jesus is like no other person or leader. Now John, the writer of the gospel of John, tells us why. He starts his words with this. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Through him, all things were made. And in him was life. And the life was the light of men. Now, I know that sounds a little different than maybe a normal wording of conversation. But let me bring that alive a little more, if I can, by laying it alongside today's world. D did you know, and maybe you have read or seen, that at 7.20 a.m. on Christmas Day past, Christmas 2021, 14 nations including the United States of America, under the help of NASA, our space program, launched a rocket from French, from French Guiana in South America into the sky 
that was carrying what has become known as the James Webb Space uh, Telescope. JWST in their writings. James Webb Space Telescope. Now, that was the strongest, most sophisticated, most expensive telescope ever created by humankind. It's now almost a million miles away from the earth. Four times the distance between the moon and the earth. It's parked in L2, circling the sun. Its purpose is to look deep in the space. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on to this. Its purpose is to look deep into the space of the universe to the point of the beginning of time and the universe itself. With its infrared light and scope, it is exploring objects 13.6 light years away. Now, because of the traveling of light in the universe and the length of time it takes, that means that this telescope is expected to look at objects that existed 13.6 billion years ago. You can read about it. It's parked in L2, orbiting the sun. Now listen, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. And through him all things were made. And without him not anything was made that was made. Do you get the importance of the triumphal entry? Do you have the feeling that maybe we ought to be on our face in adoration and praise? Do you understand how this entry is like no other entry has ever been? They proclaim Jesus rightfully the king of kings because this one was in the beginning of 13.6 and more billion years ago. And he walked and rode this donkey 
into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday day. What a day of celebration for the church. Now listen to this. When they were celebrating, you may remember in the scripture reading that the Pharisees wanted Jesus to quiet the crowd. Quiet it. Stop this hallelujah. <laughs> That's why I loved your music. <laughs> hallelujah. Stop this praising God stuff. Jesus answered, I tell you, if these were quiet, the very stones themselves would cry out. Because every part and thing in creation was made to worship and praise God. Now you and I know that even though this has to be the greatest sign act that we could imagine, the great creator of the great cosmos walked on our earth. It wasn't the end of the story. A poem that I've memorized through the years that, that I, I now no, is uh, the words, uh, they crowned Jesus king for a day. Their garments they spread in his way. With shouts of acclaim, they greeted his name with palms in array. Five short days later, he died with two guilty thieves by his side. On Calvary's hill, so barren and chill, our Savior was crucified. Why? What happened? Well, the crowd was looking for a king that would conquer Caesar. Jesus came to conquer Satan. Uh, they were... They were wanting someone who, who would politically free them from Rome. Jesus came to lead people to freedom from sin. Uh, they, they wanted someone who would lead them in outer rebellion. But Jesus came to lead in inner redemption and freedom. There's still some of the crowd in our presence today and in our world who want to manipulate God. The creator of the cosmos or define him or limit him or make him a magic man or abuse him in other ways. But what about you? What about you? Is your sign act here on this Palm Sunday, whether you're here in, presen uh, in presence or you're, you're by TV, going to be 
shallow. The problem that day with the crowd Sinai, it was not built upon commitment and surrender and obedience to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So five days later, they could shout crucify. So what will be your sign act now? Let me just suggest a, a wording of a prayer that could include your sign act that John Wesley suggested that people who were a part of the Methodist movement then should pray often. You'll recognize it. You'll remember that prayer, I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to doing or rank me with whomever. Put me to doing or put me to suffering. Let me be employed by you or laid aside by you. Let me be exalted by you or brought low by you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I feel freely and heartily yield all things to you. And now, O oh glorious and wonderful God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant that I've made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. That's a sign act that you could pray in your heart and in your mind this very day and mean it with obedience and surrender. And uh, I want to, in closing, uh, help you remember this idea that Jesus says where two or three of you are together, there I will be in your midst. Let this sink deeply into your mind. Jesus is in your midst. The great creator of the great cosmos. To whisper the sign act of the cross is a symbol, I love you. I know you. I know how many hairs are on your head and you're mine. So what will be your sign act today?